Welcome to the Employco HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, president of Employco. With me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And Jason Eisenhut, our vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. So thanks for joining us for this month's podcast. Uh, so uh, Jason picked a picked a, a great topic. So independent contractors versus employees, and uh, what the key differences are, and things to to look out for within uh, on the employment side. Yeah, we had a, a couple of clients over the last few weeks ask us uh, two different situations. Uh, a couple of our HR people in our department to help them determine whether or not the person should be an independent contractor. Or, which is what they are today, or should they convert them to an employee? And we try to help them. In one of the cases, it, we think it should be an employee. And in the other case, it was pretty clear-cut. It was okay as an independent contractor. You know, in the past, you see it a lot with uh, with companies where uh, let's w- this guy's an independent contractor for the sole reason they don't, they're trying to escape the tax liabilities. So if they're an independent contractor, you're not paying employer FICA or FUDA or SUDA. And it sounds good to them now, but as they're hiring, what, 100,000 IRS agents, yeah, I'm right. sure a ton of those are going to be well, looking into those yeah, cases. Which will be interesting to see if that happens because the the whole issue of independent contractors versus uh, employees fall under the, the Fair, uh, Fair Labor Standards Act, which is governed by the Department of Labor. So Department of Labor, and then specifically within DOL, you've got the, uh, the wage and hour division is the, mm-hmm. is the enforcer. But will they bring in the uh, you know the IRS because the penalty ends up being a, a, a you know it's a federal issue. But um, yeah. so why don't we uh, you know Jason we can walk through the difference between employees versus uh, versus independent contractors and you know like workers comp for example that's an issue where people think all right so I'm going to save taxes I'm going to save workers comp but at the end of the day if you have an independent contractor and that person is injured. If that person does not have workers' comp coverage, it goes up to uh, the employer anyway. So you're you're going to be you're not saving anything, right? Right. So uh, so, but there's uh, you know the, the Department of Labor they created a, a pretty good checklist of uh, of different right. items that if you comply with X number of these, your independent contractor should be an employee. Yeah. So it, 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 this doesn't list doesn't change too much from administration to administration, Republican or Democrat. But generally, the more exercise and, and control the company has over the worker, like deciding their hours and how they do their job, the more likely that person should be an employee. Uh, the, the ability for that worker to work for multiple different clients and especially with competitors within the same industry is more likely to make it a good independent contract relationship. The longevity. So if it's just temporary, just a few weeks, few months, that is a potential independent contractor. But if it's indefinite years, then it's generally supposed to be an employee. Um, so you look at all these factors in total and, and really kind of decide in total, case by case basis, what is the right avenue to take independent contractor or employee? Yeah, and so uh, the IRS actually publishes, and we we can run through some of those uh, some of these different questions. But the IRS actually publishes a list of twenty factors that they use to determine whether you're an independent contractor or not. And if you answer yes to five of them, five out of twenty—that's a low wow. bar, right? Wow, five out of twenty—you are uh, you're cons- you you've got considered an employee. Yeah, and the IRS also has this form SS8. I think it's a four-page document. It's fillable PDF, not too bad. But you can, you or the, the employer or the employee can complete it. 
uh, send it into the IRS, and they're going to make the determination whether or not that person should be an independent contractor or employee. And obviously, that helps them determine if you should be withholding payroll taxes and things like that. Right. And also with the size of the company, that's potentially health insurance too, right? Yeah, yeah. Health insurance and discrimination and unemployment. There's overtime, all yeah. kinds of... Right, yeah. So un- unemployment was kind of interesting too because unemployment uh, in the past, sole proprietors and uh, independent contractors that weren't eligible during COVID, they were they were eligible. We haven't seen if they're going to take that, take that away. But it's kind of interesting that independent contractors could claim unemployment. But some things like you had mentioned, if you're working, if the person's working for other businesses, whether your industry or other industries, are they uh, receiving pay based on completion of a project versus an hourly? Uh, do they have their own materials, their own equipment, their own tools, or is it being provided by you? Uh, multiple clients is, is a, a key one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, the, a big issue, too, is when and how they do the work. Yeah, so if the, if the worker can determine their own schedule and I'm, I'm going to get this done, I don't know, Saturday or Sunday, as long as you give me a deadline, you just need it by the end of November, I determine how I'm going to do it, when I'm going to. So they have much more control, independent contractors do, over the time and pacing of their of their work. Right. Yeah, and and, I think and, the Uber is a good example of that, too, because they work with Lyft. They work with, you know, most drivers I've ever had have their own they either do they do Uber and Lyft and private contracts. So, I mean, and they determine be, their own hours. Yeah, they can wear what they want, show up when they want. Many states, though, and the federal government, they wanted uh, they wanted to be considered employees. Uh, one, you can't unionize an independent contractor, so you had the collective bargaining side. You had the tax issue, uh, and and they, as they went back and forth over the years, it was they're considered independent contractors because yeah. they they checked the boxes, but. You know, and uh, Jason, what you had said is a key area of knowing when uh, when you do the work, how you do the work. If you say, "Hey, you're a independent reporter. Hmm. I want an article on how good or bad the bears are." <laughs> right. Good topic. And I don't care when you do it. I just need it by next Saturday, right. and I want it to be you know fifteen hundred words or whatever. Do it where you want, when you do. What, Use your own it, tools and right, equipment. Exactly. Just submit it, and uh, in that case, you're an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a we had a prospect years ago that came to us that said, you know, we've got some corporate employees. They were a, a staffing company, and uh, they did uh, staffing for in the restaurant and hospitality industry. And they said all these other people are independent contractors, so we don't. We, you know, we're going to just pay them out of their accounts payable. And our position was, so you're telling them what to wear, where to go, what time to work. So you're going to work at this restaurant or you're going to work this party at some corporate event from noon to four in the afternoon and you need to wear black and white. You need to, you know, it's at that point that becomes a pretty rough independent contractor. Yeah, you're arguing an uphill battle. And so when you look at the exposure, you know, and there's a, there's a bunch of other things when you look at other questions at the IRS and, and we can, if anybody wants a copy of that, we can, uh, we can send that out or, or we can even post it on our, uh, on our blog or something at employco.com uh, on the blog, you know, looking at the integration, the training, the continuing relationships, the work hours, is it full-time work? Is the work being done at your office or your plant or your, your facility versus they can do it anywhere? what the pay schedules are. Are you paying uh, expenses? 
business costs or, or, or travel, uh, you know, does it work? Does a person have the right to quit? And is it all project work? So there's a good list of 20 that we could, uh, we could post out. But uh, and you said only five of those too, five. which so there's not a lot of wiggle room yeah, for right. someone to be like, oh no, they're independent contractors when they're there every day. Yeah. So uh, just when you look at like an exposure standpoint, so in um, in Illinois or pick pick any state you want, California, w- wherever, and uh, say this person was making, you, you're giving the the person has been a contractor made fifty thousand dollars on the project during the course of I don't know whatever, six months or a year. So if they come back, the DOL comes back wage an hour and they say this person is an employee, you will owe not just the employer portion of the FICA, which is seven FICA and Medicare 7.65%, but you'll also have to pay the amount that you didn't collect, which is the employee portion. So between the two, you've got 7.65 twice Plus, you're going to owe FUDA, which is, you know, 0.6% on the first 7000 Plus, you'll owe state unemployment, which, you know, your rate there can be, you know, pretty low to there's some states where the suit is 10%. 10% typically on the first anywhere from seven dollars to $12,000. So you throw that all together. Yeah, and potential overtime. So if the person's working overtime, you might owe them time and a half for all that time over four. And you're probably not keeping track of their hours. Right. And that's before you get into penalties. Yeah. Right. 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 So just the tax standpoint, you're, you're subject to your employer tax and the employee withholding for the FICA. It's going to add up. Yeah. And, uh, like you said, penalties, you're, you're seeing a, a decent amount from a penalty standpoint these days. So, and, and also in terms of exposure. So you, you might think everything's going well now. So you are on the same page as the, the worker. Let's make it independent contractor. And generally, 70 to 80% of the workers out there who are independent contractors prefer to stay that. They like their hours. They like the pacing to work for competitors in multiple companies. But if something goes south and that worker has been kind of keeping track of their own hours, but you as the employer haven't, they're said they're going to be working 45, 50 hours a week. Now there's overtime. It could go south pretty quickly, especially if there's discrimination or it ends poorly. Now they can go to the Department of Labor and open up a case to the IRS or to the Department of Labor and other problems. Right. And then they have to convince uh the system that right. they were an employee and not, and then you, you know, it's an argument that you'll have, but uh, you're right on the overtime is uh, becoming, and uh, you know, we expect the, the government to, to increase the, uh, the wages are subject to overtime. Well, and you look at Illinois too. I mean, it's such a employee favored state. I mean, to be an employer in that situation, the fact that the employees can fill out the forms. Yeah. Right. Good point. Yeah. You're, you're at the mercy of what the employee, I'm mean, granted you can always like fight it, but, it's an uphill battle. We've had a half a dozen clients come aboard this year at Employco where uh, they had in, they were independent contractors and for the and they they converted those independent contractors for uh, into full time employees because one they looked at the exposure and thought maybe they did have exposure, but they also then wanted to you know, as they're looking to hire. There are independent contractors that love being independent, pick my own schedule. But then on the flip side, uh, the ones that have come aboard uh, with Employco, the health insurance was interesting right. for them. So because mm-hmm. as an independent, as an independent contractor, you're typically going to be at the exchange buying an individual health policy. Some are good, some are bad, but uh, you know a, a group plan is typically a, a little bit more robust. So you've had that case where they're converting from independent contractors to, and, and they've they've did the analysis of all right, so I'm gonna it's going to cost me more in taxes, but I'm also 
going to be able to offer benefits and will those benefits of 401k health life etc enable me to attract recruit and retain exactly mm-hmm. and that's still you know even though the job numbers are down uh, this uh, last week the job numbers came out it was 200 some thousand down they expected to be a higher number so it's trending down unemployment still low at 3.5 percent the more you can do to be uh, be attractive as an employer or an organization whether it's independent contractors or, or, or employees, you know, you're, people yeah, are it's still, still a tight market. I right. mean, I look at like our job openings. It's hard. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. You know, but actually uh, it's hard, but we've been really successful this year. If you look right. at our, our recruiting, we've had, uh, we've hired nine or 10 people since January, all in, internal in our corporate office. And we, I think at this point we only have two openings right now which you know so we've been really successful this year and right. i think that that you know, different topic not independent contractors versus employees but when you look at your corporate culture the benefits that you provide to your employees what's that work-life balance what's that you know work from home versus work in your office or combination of the both you're taking that all into consideration with a tight tight labor market we've been able to attract uh, some great really really great new team members mm-hmm so one of the things that I think might be a good time now for companies to look at if, if they are currently employing independent contractors is a good analysis time because the Department of Labor, now it's under the Biden administration, is, is expected to release a proposed rule within the next few weeks, next few months, probably loosening it a little bit, uh, making it more difficult for employers to classify these workers as independent contractors as was the case under the Trump administration, which made it a little bit more business friendly. Um, so we'll see what the proposed rule, and then there's going to be time for public comment. So it's going to be a while before a final rule is issued, but maybe start thinking about that now because it's rather get it done, kind of that analysis out of the way now before it's like too late and it's crunch time. Right. My guess is you that'll it's not going to move the needle from an election standpoint. So my guess is you're going to see that sometime in the new year mm. because it's good point right now, you know, like last week it was the, you know, cannabis pardon. Right. So they're looking to do things right now that'll help move the needle from an election standpoint, but I think you'll see it in 2023. So always good to be prepared. Right. And the proposed rule and the final rule will likely be a little bit more work employee friendly, giving them these protections of the taxes and the overtime and benefits and things like that. And that's, I keep going back to why you want to watch out the fact that the employees can, or the quote, independent contractors can fill out that form yeah, and be like, right. hey, here's a tip. Um, so, and, and what's your exposure for the other employees that don't want to be, that then will fall under the same job, if, yeah. right? Good point. So. Right. Any other uh, things you're seeing in the HR world, Jason, as, uh, as we're getting to that, that time of year in and October? We're getting close to the benefits open enrollment period, so we'll be reaching out to all of our clients on our big master plan that are uh, kind of what our renewal will look like. And so, like you said, Rob, I think some of those, we have these big, robust plans that are ready to go for our clients. We'll be reaching out to our clients within the next few weeks about what that's going to look like. And we've got a couple couple months before you see a new state unemployment tax rates, but i, I got to imagine... Uh, you'll see those raise in, in oh, some states. Sure. Surprisingly, Illinois, uh, well, they're using COVID funds to, to pay it. Uh, but we had Illinois as a state was a windfall for COVID state, uh, COVID funds from the federal government, but we just paid off. The state did uh, a chunk of the unemployment loan that they had to the state, to the federal government. Yeah, it's a busy time of year. Uh, trade shows are in full swing and, and uh, the economy, as, as much as they're starting to see a slowdown, 
it's a, it's a busy time of year. Yeah. So, and feel free if you, uh, if you have questions for us, reach out at, uh, at HR at employgo.com. And as Jason mentioned on our HR chats, those actually go to him. It's just a little bit easier than spelling J I S at employgo.com. So HR at employgo.com. Uh, and if you want to copy that, we can, the, 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 the checklist, you, we can send that. And I think, uh, Nikki uh, Navarro, uh, could probably uh, post that out to our blog and uh, thank you Nikki for always making this yes, thank uh, editing job. thank you thank you makes it sound good who's uh, he's preparing for uh, for their wedding next year here comes the bride yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki and, uh, and Carrie are busy uh, wedding planning so congratulations to you guys yeah. again so thanks for everyone uh, for joining us and uh, feel free to reach out with any questions have thank a good you. day